Welcome to the Weekly Wise. The show where we question everything. Film. Games. TV. And more. I am Fabian. And I am Conrad. And in our first segment today, we're talking about WandaVision. Normally we do the good news and the bad news of the week at this point, but uh, I thought today we'd just get straight into WandaVision and then do the news afterwards. So, episode three. What did you think, Conrad? I think it's better than the other two and things are sort of coming together. Yeah, it's really satisfying seeing it come together. And I really want to know what's going to happen next week. I hope the status quo changes, you know. I don't want it to, like... I hope the show continues to grow, you know, so it doesn't feel like just the same old joke each week. Um, but yeah, so far this TV show has been amazing. Between episode two and episode three that mm. I've liked the most so yeah. far. So yeah, it, it was a very interesting episode because Wanda was pregnant. Yes. <laughs> and she gave birth mm-hmm. to Tommy and Billy. Yes. Uh, so yeah, well in the comics, uh, Tommy and Billy, I believe they become Wiccan and Speed. Mm-hmm. who uh, uh, Wiccan can make portals and speed is like Quicksilver except uh, younger and Wanda's son. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's... Uh, yeah, I'm interested to see them become superheroes in the far future of the MCU. Yes. If, if they are real. If, yeah. if, if, all, if all this... If like Wanda actually was pregnant. Because the question is... Is any of this real? Is some of this real, you know? Mm, I'm yeah. so confused. But yeah, that's the whole point I, of the show, is, the mystery. Is Vision going to figure this out? Yeah, because that was, that was a really great suspenseful yeah. scene, wasn't it? When she just sort of went blip, and then it went back. Yeah. And um, like Vision, Vision was like, I think there's something wrong here, Wanda. And she just went, no, no. And then there was just a subtle little blip, and it mm-hmm. went back to before Vision said that. Mm. Like, that was just really well done. Yeah. And, and actually, you had to be paying, like, proper attention to notice that because they want anything big or flashy, if you know yeah. what I mean. I like how sort of just simple it was. And, yeah, really sort of suspenseful. Things are mm. popping up. Yeah. Um, so where do you think WandaVision is going to go in the end, though? I think Vision and Wanda are going to figure it out and then... Uh, Agnes right. and some other of the neighbours have turned out to be evil Ooh. villains. And then they've got to fight their way out. Ah, but how do you think Monica Rambeau and... Well, okay, I'll I need to do a bit of explaining. Um, Explanation so basically, time. the young girl from Captain Marvel... So, so that movie's set in the 90s. Yeah. WandaVision is set in the present day in some sort of alternate reality. Mm-hmm. Or something like that. Yeah. And somehow that young girl has now grown up into Geraldine, who's yeah. Wanda's neighbour. But as we saw in the episode, mm. Geraldine got pushed out of Wanda's reality. Like, Wanda just sent her out because mm. she sort of saw her necklace, which had sword on it. Yeah. We talked a bit about sword last week. They're basically just a special division of S.H.I.E.L.D., so like Marvel secret agents. Yeah. But yeah, Monica Rambeau, she must be a sword agent, and it seems like Wanda is actually maybe the villain of the show. Mm. 
um, because she's against Sword, and I would have thought that Sword would be the good guy. So it's, it's all very complex, but yeah, yeah, very interesting. But yes, what, no, no, what do you think is going to happen with Sword? Dunno. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I, I what I think's going on. I think we've got some sort of uh, Mephisto or some sort of evil character behind the scenes. Mephisto is a character from the comics, mm. um, and I think they're sort of pulling the strings and sort of tapping into Wanda's mind and making her sort of like yeah. go crazy because of what happened to Vision in Avengers: Infinity War. Vision died. I don't think Vision is real at all. I think mm. he's. I think it's just a real fake reality created by Wanda, mm. uh, and then at the end, I think there's going to be a lot of suspense between Sword, who are trying to sort of free Wanda from yeah. this reality that she's been created, that she's created, and then you've got um, Agnes, the neighbour, who I think she's she's just creepy. I think she could be Agatha, Agatha Harkness, Harkness from the comics, and I think her and Mephisto or some yeah. sort of evil character uh, pulling the strings but yeah really interested to see where this goes mm. and also apparently it's going to tie into doctor strange 2 which Ooh. will also have scarlet witch in mm-hmm. or wanda yeah i i did notice there was a few uh, quicksilver references yes yeah well uh, monica rambo or geraldine yeah which yeah. just says um that was an interesting part wasn't mm. it when she says he was killed by Ultron, wasn't he? When Wanda started talking about her brother, Quicksilver. Yeah. Like, that was just... Oh, Pietro Maximoff, as is his real name. Mm-hmm. That was a really good moment. It made me want to re-watch Age of Ultron. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Age of Ultron could have been really good. Like, mm. Quicksilver's death scene could have been a lot better, I think, in that yeah. film. It just... It like, just... because he gets shoot, shot by bullets, but he can outrun bullets. <laughs> Yeah, I might make a YouTube video on how that could have been improved because I feel like, yeah, he, he can outrun bullets, like you say, and then mm. he dies by getting shot. So it's like, what? He could have just dodged out of the way. He could have just... Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, really interesting show. Um, we don't have that much to say on it because we have no idea what's... Well, you know, we've got some idea what's going to happen next. But mm. we're just very interested. What... What would you give the show out of five stars? You can include half stars. Hmm. Um, I'd give it a solid four and a half so far, but it's got potential to be an absolute five stars if, yeah. it, if it like sort of picks up and gets really weird. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it, will, it will take a lot of explaining to explain no, what's happening. Yeah, we need some um, exposition. But... Right like now, tenet. because I don't know anything's happening, maybe in between four and four and a half stars. 4.25, okay. Yeah, for me it's definitely four and a half. It's got, it's got potential to go up to five stars if it gets weird and like just yeah. really sort of character focused on Wanda and what's going on with her. But it also has potential to sort of get less good if it sort of dips away from the sitcom part and just goes into a normal Marvel yeah. thing, which should be a pretty boring way for it to go. Yeah. You know, if it just turned into a big, like, sort of just a- action scene at the end or something, like yeah. your typical Marvel 
film, mm. but hopefully it'll stay like unique and different because that's yeah. what I like about it. I like how weird it is. Tell what, I, I'm just gonna four four and a half stars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I like how different it is. I like how different mm. it is, and it's it's got so much potential. Uh, but yeah, really, that's all we can say. We're just excited to see what's going to happen, mm-hmm. aren't we? So, WandaVision is a very popular show on Disney+, Plus. Mm. it seems, these days. But speaking of popular news, it's now time to get into our good news slash bad news segment. <laughs> will direct Wonka, exploring the young days of Willy Wonka. <laughs> they are also eyeing the Tom Holland and Timothy... Chalamet to Chalamet. play Willy Wonka. Or, or Timothy Chalamet to play Willy Wonka. Okay, so there's a, there's a lot in this. So, Paddington, the Paddington movies are great. Yeah, they are. We can, we can agree on that. We're mm-hmm. going to do an episode on Paddington 2 eventually, because it's... it is the peak of cinema. It is. <laughs> but yeah, Paddington filmmaker Paul King, that's a good start. Mm. At first, when I heard about this news, because I didn't know it was going to be directed by Paul King, mm. at first I just heard it was a Wonka, like, film, a prequel film, and I thought that just sounded a bit sort of... Money! S- yeah, <laughs> and they're getting Tom Holland or Timothy Chalamet. It's yeah. like, it just sounds like they're trying to appeal to the masses. Sounds a bit sort of franchise bit. But yeah. because Paul King... The director of Paddington, Paddington as we know, is perfection. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. If you want to see more of me talking about Paddington, I briefly, I briefly mentioned it in a new YouTube video I made on my YouTube channel, Movie Soup. So feel free to check that out. But yeah, what do you, what do you think of <laughs> this new? Hold on, I just read that. What? We. Honestly, we're complaining about this company wanting money. Oh, by the way, check out my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really get money from my YouTube uh, channel. Um, but anyway, yeah. Are you excited for this? Are you, or do you just not really care? I don't really care, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I'd be with you. But then it's uh, it's Paul King, the director it, it of Paddington. So that excites me. That excites me. If the producers take over, no. But yeah. if they just give... If they just let Paul King do what he wants, I mean... Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Paramount, they're making a new Transformers film, so that's 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 in the yeah. works. Yeah. And, and we're finally going to get a Transformers film that's not Michael Bay. Yeah. Oh, we did have Bumblebee. I liked Bumblebee. Mm, yeah, I mean, he was, like, far... Four stars. Yeah, four stars I'd give Bumblebee. Maybe three and a half. Three and a half or four. Yeah, good film Bumblebee. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the next Transformers film. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Christopher Nolan, the director of Tenet, which we talked about a few episodes ago, he is actually unlikely to return to Warner Brothers. Now, bearing in mind, Christopher Nolan has been making movies for Warner Brothers basically since... Memento, which was the second film he ever he ever made. He made the Dark Knight trilogy at Warner Brothers. He made Dunkirk. He made Inception right up to Tenet, all at Warner Brothers. But apparently, he's unlikely to direct another film there because uh, uh, how Warner Brothers have been moving um, all their films onto HBO Max. Mm. They've been doing. They're gonna do it. So like. For example, the Godzilla vs. Kong film that's coming out soon. 
<laughs> we, we watched the trailer for that. It looked, yeah, it looked fine, whatever. Uh, who's, whose team are you on, Godzilla or Kong? Godzilla. He's a big giant dragon. No! Dinosaur. You are fire. wrong! I'm on, I'm on Kong's side because he's a big dumb monkey. Anyway, I'm, I'm getting distracted. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. But Godzilla vs Kong, that's going to be available on HBO Max and in cinemas at the same time. And Christopher Nolan wasn't very happy about that because for him it's all about the theatrical experience and mm. he wants to keep cinemas alive. I, 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 so, I yeah. agree. I'm 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 just really interested to see what 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 Christopher Nolan's next film will be though, because he's one of these directors who still actually can just make anything. Like it doesn't have to be a big franchise film. Mm. He can just literally make what he wants. Yeah. And studios will do it because usually it makes money. <laughs> so yes, now we have some annoying or maybe good news here. I don't yeah. know. But uh, Alan Tudyk, the voice of K2SO, mm -hmm. the uh, droid from Rogue One, a Star Wars story. No, from Solo. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. I wasn't, I wasn't, sorry. <laughs> yeah, oh, you ruined it! You ruined my perfect um, introduction my to this My central news. processing unit wasn't functioning right, as it should. Now I'm going to have to say it all again. In fact, you say it. I can't okay. talk. <clears throat> well, I like Rogue One anyway. So, Alan Tudyk. Reveals. K2SO will not be in Andor, a new Star Wars TV show that's going to come out soon. However, there are still plans for his character. Well, his droid is not really a character. Oh, yeah. um, apparently, Alan Tudyk said, I can't be too specific, but I can definitely say that I'm not going to be in the first season. <laughs> yeah, K2SO was one of the best parts of Rogue One. Just yeah. this sort of, like, mean... Um, Badass. Droid, yeah, but hopefully that means that if they do another season of this mm. Andor TV show that they're making, when we say Andor, we mean Cassian Andor. He was one of the characters in Rogue One. Yeah. Um, but if they make another season, then we might see how Cassian Andor and K2SO met in Star Wars. So that'd be fun, at least. Mm -hmm. Now the next Pixar film is called Luca. We've got some information about this, just because, basically, I wanted to talk to you about it, because we really liked Soul, didn't we? Yeah. Pixar film that came out at Christmas, so... Yeah, uh, Pixar's Luca is a coming-of-age story, as two friends grow up in Italy, who are actually sea creatures who appear human on dry land. <laughs> wow, I want to see face. this! <laughs> oh, what? It's like... Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> it just has your blue whale and crushes everything. Oh, that's hilarious. That's amazing. I can't, I can't wait. for your this. bath. And it's just like a, a a shot of the house that just goes... <laughs> yeah. So you just see a giant serpent. Uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So this is the reboot of the Justice League film that came, back, came out back in 2017. But it's going to release as a four-hour-long movie on HBO Max in March. Originally, they were going to do it as a little mini-series, like four episodes. But now, no, they're just going four hours long. Apparently, it's going to be R-rated. That man's swearing or something. So, um, I might watch it if I don't. If four hours. I'll probably watch it in two sittings. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I wasn't a fan of the original Justice League mm, no. or Batman vs Superman. Really, mm, no. I like I like the action scenes in Batman vs Superman. I'll give them that. Uh, and, the, and the music. Yeah, 
So anyway, um, that, that was some very interesting news, but what segment are we going to move on to now to, to close out the show? We are going to move on to recommendations. We're talking about books, films, music, anything we have consumed this week that we would recommend. So, what are your recommendations? All right, I'll start. I'll start this time then. Uh, so, I watched. Well, I watched three films. Oh, I think this week. Six. Fancy. I watched Whiplash. I watched. Oh, the Matrix sequels. I watched last week, but there oh, wasn't yeah. enough time to talk about them, so I just pushed it to this week. And we both watched Howl's Moving Castle. I will recommend Howl's Moving yeah, Castle. Yeah, which is an anime, but we'll talk about that in the second. In a second. So yeah, I watched Whiplash and the Matrix sequels. So Whiplash is uh, about this drummer who's basically just got this evil... Um, he, he joins a jazz band and there's just this evil conductor who like <laughs> pushes, pushes him to the limit of his drumming capabilities. And it's re like every scene is just pure suspense. I'm literally like, oh, quick, play the drums faster. <laughs> it, it's so good. Um, but yeah, this evil conductor of the jazz band is played by J.K. Simmons. Oh, Jay yes. Jonah Jameson. Yes. Jay Jonah Jameson himself, yeah. I think you'd really like it. It's a bit old for you at the minute because it's got some bad language. And, oh, it's uh, Jim Jonah Jameson weathering around the conductor sticks. Throwing <laughs> Yeah, it's quite intense to be honest. Like genuinely, J.K. Simmons in that movie is scary. But yeah, Whiplash I'd highly recommend. Uh, then I also watched The Matrix sequels. The other week I watched The Matrix again because I I love The Matrix. So then I thought I'd watch The Matrix sequels for the first time. And well, the first Matrix sequel, The Matrix Reloaded. I thought it was alright. It it was nowhere near as good as the original. But it was better than I expected it it, it was going to be. It had, it had great action, really well directed by the Wachowskis. I, I want to see more of their films. Uh but yeah, it just it was it had a lot of problems, let's put it that way. And then uh, the Matrix Revolutions was just pretty boring to me <laughs> to be honest. It had good action again and stuff, but it just kind of lost me. Yeah. On the whole, even though they are like kind of bad sort of scripts, they still have some interesting stuff going on in them. Like there's some philosoph philosophical and just complex sort of stuff that they talk about, which is quite interesting. And mm. um, they're not they're not great films, but they were definitely an interesting watch and. Uh, yeah, I would recommend them, because they are entertaining. They're just not that good. So, yeah, then we watched Howl's Moving Castle. So, um... you, you want to talk a bit about this? Well, <clears throat> get out of here. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, I'll leave them. I'm, I'm, you can do this podcast by yourself. Just talk to yourself. <laughs> good. So, I liked Howl's Moving Castle. Because it felt like all the other animes, but it just had better visuals. I mean, some of the um, some of the pictures were just stunning. I'm back. Absolute stunning pieces of art. Yeah. Like it's like it's got so good cinematography when it's an anime. Yes. Uh, well, it's it's one of these Miyazaki movies that we've been working our way yeah, through. Yeah. Studio Ghibli. Studio Ghibli. Yeah. Ghibli. Uh, 
What else are, what else are they? Princess, Princess Mononoke we watched. Yeah, Spirited Away. Spirited Away, that was really good. Kiki's uh, Delivery Service. Yeah. And My Neighbour Totoro. Yeah. All really solid films. I did like sort of the concept of Howl's Moving Castle a lot. Mm. Like, it's just How really... It's powered by a fire demon. Yeah, it, it's got a lot of really cool sort of fantasy elements in it. As a film overall, like the script is probably the one of the weaker ones. Yeah. But the the voice cast of it is, uh, we, we, it had Christian Bale as mm. one of the main characters. Batman. So yeah, the voices for it were really good. I thought it was an interesting film. The ending kind of confused it did, it did, me a bit. Yeah. I think we focused more about how. So like, Act One and Two. Well, Act One is mainly focusing. On, on, the, on the main character. Yeah. And, and then, then we switch to Howl is in two and three. Um, Howl and main character. And then the final act is just plain Howl. Yeah. It I, it was it was still still a great film. I gave it four and a half yeah. stars. Whereas the other ones I'd give five stars. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's not like... I don't know if... I, can, I can't decide if the ending was bad or not. I don't think it was mm. bad, really. Um, but it, it was just an interesting, it was just an interesting ending. But yeah, I really recommend any Miyazaki Studio Ghibli film. Oh, definitely. Yeah, they, they've all been great so far. It, more than great. Phenomenal. Yeah, just they're just really well directed, really well put together. They've got slow moments, they've got suspenseful moments, they've got exciting moments. And they're just really good, like, sort of escapism. Mm. But they can also be really emotional and, yeah. like, powerful. So, yeah. And also, they're, they're just amazing. Like, in uh, one of the one of them called Spirited Away, there was literally a dragon with an old man's head. <laughs> and then he spat out, yeah. a, a spat out a green meatball. Yeah, there's some crazy <laughs> stuff in those films. My favourite one is uh, Princess Mononoke. Where, where there's a where there's a weird sort of reindeer yeah, with wait, a wait, human on. head, a, oh, a monkey's forest head. forest spirit, I have come to return your head. Yeah, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, some crazy, like, fantastical stuff goes on at the end of Princess Mononoke, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, they're great films, aren't they? Mm -hmm. And they're all on Netflix here in the UK. Is so that's Princess Mononoke or Princess Mononoke? I don't know. I've probably mm. messed up all the pronunciations, <laughs> to be honest. That brings us towards the end of this episode. But before we do wrap up everything, let us know what you think of our podcast or any other ideas you have for stuff we should talk about on Twitter at The Weekly Wise with capital letters all in one word. And you can catch us next week we'll just be talking about the same stuff wandavision episode four mm -hmm. and more news if there is news or maybe we'll talk about something else who knows mm. you can support us by going on youtube where you can support us by obviously liking commenting sharing and subscribing and ringing that tiny little bell um so that you can keep making these podcasts for you to listen to and make sure you don't miss any podcasts because maybe you're watching an episode of wandavision and you're like oh yes but i don't really understand that and then, because yes. you're not subscribed, YouTube doesn't just give it to you. Yeah, so you're just like, it, it, I wonder how that works. And then you miss out on just explanations. Mm, but it, it's genuinely, like, we can't stress how enough how much the uh, little bell next to the, the subscribe symbol mm. is important because that means you'll be notified whenever, whenever a new video comes out. Because otherwise we'll just be forgotten in the vast 
algorithm of YouTube. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can follow us on Instagram at the Weekly Wise as well. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, what can the listeners do? Uh, feel free to share the podcast to people who might want to listen. That helps us the podcast loads. Also, please rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes. And if you want to see more from me, I have a YouTube channel called Movie Soup, like I said, where my latest video is about Spider-Man. Oh, it's amazing. I like it. Thank you. I talk about films and TV and all that. You can follow me on Twitter at FabianAlice6. Finally, follow me on Instagram at FabianAlice underscore Movie Soup. That's all lowercase in one word. If you want to see more of my opinions and things about films, and I just like talking about films and Marvel and stuff. Mm. Yeah, so that brings us to the end. Thank you for listening or watching if you're on YouTube. You know? Yeah, well, you're not really watching. You just sort um, of have it on in the background yeah, just, or whatever. And go on YouTube, uh, Weekly Wise, there we are, um, and play. Thanks so, for listening and may the force be with you. Goodbye. Goodbye.